Welcome to the Irish Tech News Podcast, presented by the tech doctor, Ronan Leonard. Hi, welcome to this Holmes Irish Tech News Podcast. I'm here with John O'Connell from Jet.com, and he's going to be speaking at next week's Agile DevOps Conference. So, John, tell us about the conference. What's involved? Yeah, so thank you. Um, the conference is a two-day event, uh, which is bringing together subject matter experts um, in both DevOps and Agile. And um, day one is mainly tutorials, and day two is case studies. So I'm going to be participating on day two. And, um, you know, one of a, a line of subject matter experts, and I'm going to be talking around DevOps. Okay, that, sh- that should be good. And, and what do you do with Jet.com? What's their background? So, Jet.com is an e-commerce-sized marketplace. So, we sell about 12 million products from jeans to diapers uh, from more than 2,000 retailers. Um, so, Jet is set out to make shopping more transparent, more efficient, and at the same time, we hope that our, our customers have a little bit more fun. So, the tech behind Jet.com, it's built on a real-time pricing algorithm, which we determine which sellers are the most efficient in value and shipping, and we adjust the price in a real time based on what items are in the checkout cart, as well as how far the desired products are from youth shoppers' home. So as you shop, as you throw items into your cart, you're encouraged to build more efficient carts and buy other items labeled smart carts, which will bring down the prices for you. So um, you can then further customize orders for more savings. So if you waive the right to return, if you pay by a debit card, etc., you'll see the prices drop in real time. And who's some of your big clients? So, um, well, our, our clients are, it's we sell kind of business to customer. Yeah. So we have, um, our, our clientele is based in the US. So we have a, a lot of customers, a lot of repeat customers. Um, it's kind of individual shoppers like you or I, except based in the US. Okay, that's grand. And also, how did you successfully utilize open source software on Azure to rapidly scale and innovate in the cloud? Okay, so I'll take the cloud part first. So um, Azure is one of the two big, uh, one of the few big players in the cloud space. So they they joined the market after um, Amazon. Um, and what we do in we take full advantage of the cloud. So we use the emergent architecture and the flexibility for change. So we can um, we can drive their platform as a service. You know, we use the full spectrum from platform as a service to infrastructure as a service. So if the platform as a service um, doesn't suit us, we will spin up our own instances and um, launch the software we need there using Ansible. So we use automation flexibility to you know rapidly build what we need, um, and then we can you know we can scale out horizontally. Um, so some of the, the key tenants that we have, um, you know, then this is where the open source comes in as well. So. Um, you know, going back to the platform and the service, we didn't need to build everything, so we could focus on what really mattered, you know, saving our customers money. Um, where we needed to build things, we could build them ourselves. And um, the open source, we use things like Event Store for event sourcing, and then we use, you know, the various databases from Reddit to SQL um, for, for querying. Um, this allowed us to move much faster. So traditionally, people would have used a database for both your event sourcing and queries, and then you've had to scale databases vertically, which slows you down. So by using event sourcing and, and querying CQRS, 
we're able to largely have our microservices as stateless microservices. So we can scale out um, and we're not dealing with a monolith. So some, some companies would have built a monolithic application, which is hard to change. So we have about 700 microservices, uh, which are largely stateless, which has helped really helped speed up the velocity of building out the website. Well, I guess you're lucky that in the past couple of years, Microsoft's now become more an open source area. So with, with Azure, they've probably made it easy for you to do that as well, that they're open source. Yeah, so that's that's kind of helped as well. So they're um, putting more and more open source as a service. So in some cases we would use that. In some cases, um, they may not have all the features that we want right now, but they will in the future. So in some cases we've um, put the open source um, on IAS VMs and worked from there. What's the best way to scale your infrastructure successfully? Okay, the best way to scale uh, um, infrastructure successfully. Um, so I believe that, you know, um, taking some of the features how, how we built, you know, if you have um, where each VM is stateless as much as possible, you can scale out horizontally. So um, it's much easier to use the cloud elasticity that providers like Azure and AWS provide. So you can scale out and scale back then, you know, if you scale out horizontally. So as more load comes on, you can add extra VMs, um, or you know, increase the database sizes, etc., as you use as a service, and then you can scale back down. Then when the traffic comes off, um, so key stateless infrastructure, and then you know, if you want to get more efficient, some of the things we're looking at now, uh, which will also help scale, is kind of use the schedulers and containerization, so you get better utilization of the service we have, and you can very quickly go from one instance of um, a running service to five or ten or fifteen. So you can And I guess, basically, you, you can scale it in out when needs be. Yeah, that's it. You know, that's, that's the whole advantage of the cloud. So, uh, versus traditional, where you would have had a sales team saying, you know, this is the amount of sales, and you're building your infrastructure for your worst day. When you're uh, with the cloud, you can scale up and scale down if you've, got, if you've built your automation correctly, you know, and if you can scale out horizontally. And then when the traffic comes off, you can scale back down. So it's saving money. You don't always have to pay for the worst case, um, and then you can get more and more predictive. You can you, you can be ahead of the curve. You can have pre-warmed instances ready to go if you need to. All right. Okay. Thanks so much for that, John, and uh, look forward to the conference next week. And uh, take care. Thanks very much. All right. Thanks. Thanks. Bye. Thanks. Bye. 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 Bye.